At Total Wine & More, find the best gifts for everyone on your list, whether it's a Cabernet for sis or a single-barrel bourbon that dad will love. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Where can you find the best gifts at great low prices that everyone will love? At Total Wine & More, of course, with so many great bottles to choose from. Find something for everyone on your list, whether it's a Cabernet for your sis, sparkling wine for a coworker, or a single barrel bourbon for dad. And if you need any help, just ask one of their friendly guides for advice. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly, B21. Jen and I'm Katie. This is Either Side Eaters. We are friends who talk. Wait, we're friends, right? Are we friends? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> we talk about food, whether it's across the table or across the Atlantic Ocean, and talk about questions like Does spicy food really burn going in and going out? Oh my god, coming up in this episode, we'll talk about chili oil. We'll also get spicy with James Park, social media manager at Eater, who loves to feel the burn. Well, so the thing that actually comes to mind for me, Jen, when I think of spicy anecdotes, the thing that comes to mind visually is you and Leo doing the spicy ramen <laughs> challenge on YouTube years ago. That is our claim to fame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think you really like tested. That's like that's like a test for a relationship. Going through that experience together. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, that's an intense because uh, that's an intense situation, is what I'm saying. It was, and we were trying to be as supportive of each other as possible, and to help one another deal with the the pain. And we did it because I just like that adrenaline rush that spice gives. I mean, I grew up eating spicy food. And so when this ramen challenge happened, I love ramen. I love spicy. So win-win for me, it w it was not a win-win. It was uh, <laughs> a very, what was supposed to be like an hour long thing turned into a nightmare of a day and night. So, <laughs> and then so I did it again years later. Why? Because I don't learn. <laughs> exactly. I'm all about it. So funny story, uh, Jen, you know me well enough to know I'm always like a step or two behind trends. And um, and so when when this spicy ramen challenge like finally came into my awareness, I don't know, a year later or something, I was like, Connor, Connor, there's this challenge. Connor, of course, my, my partner, like, you want to do it? It sounds so fun. It's crazy. You want to do it? And he's like, Katie, everyone did that like so long ago. We cannot do that. Right? Like, don't know. The, the the ship has sailed. So you haven't. I no. Can, should I, I bring it back? Should we bring back the trend? I don't think it ever left. <gasps> I think Connor doesn't know what he's talking about, and you, my friend, are a trendsetter and trend reenact. Uh, no, reinstater. <laughs> Or, I'll be a an actor too, yeah. <laughs> I say do it. Uh, just depends on how much you love your butthole. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do it. <laughs> but first, before I do that, uh, let's listen to a question from one of you. Hi, Jen and Katie. My name is Allison. I'm calling in from St. Paul, Minnesota. 
And my question is about Sichuan peppercorns. I recently just tried my first recipe with them and loved it. Tried a second recipe with them and really loved it. And I'm so sad that I have missed 32 years of my life without this amazing spice. So I'm wondering if you have any recommendations or favorite recipes for using Sichuan peppercorns, or maybe if there's a really interesting or unique way to use them, I would love to hear your recommendations and, and your thoughts on it. Uh, thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to listening to the podcast. I, I wish, Allison, I wish you told us what are the two dishes you made with Sichuan peppercorns. Yeah, but welcome, welcome, welcome to the Numbing Spice Club. So happy that you like this stuff as much as I would say both Jen and I do. Yay. Well, I was going to ask you, like, do you enjoy it? I have no idea, actually. Oh, yeah. Big time, big time. I I can't get enough of it. And, and I mean, I remember going... So when I've visited China twice. I've never been to Sichuan province, but I have always gone to Sichuan restaurants in China and have yeah. just like every single dish is mind-blowingly amazing and so many of the dishes do include this spice um some really good fish dishes but my go-to whenever i cook with it at home is mapo tofu yes am i saying that right 100 percent mapo, 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 tofu. mapo mm -hmm. tofu um yeah what jen what about you that that's one of my top ways to eat it and, I, and just going back on like the, the numbing, uh, in case you've never tasted it or used this ingredient before, it's it's not really like a spicy prickly heat, right? Like as you're saying, it's it's numbing. It's and it's I like the the slight like floralness Ooh. that most peppercorns I feel like have, but this in particular, I feel like any sort of pink peppercorns, right? If you can call them peppercorns, it has that like floral note to it that I really like, but it's not like super overpowering in a dish, depending on how much you use, right? Like, are you gonna drop in a whole cup of it? Depends. Yeah. If you're making chili oil. So one of my recommendations is if you're really interested in, in Sichuan peppercorns, go ahead and make yourself a batch of chili oil that's infused with the peppercorns. Cause it's like, you've got the heat, you've got like whatever, other flavors you want garlic you want shallots ginger whatever it is uh star anise cinnamon that's and cardamom that's what i like to add in mine and then the peppercorns are like a must so oh. you've got that spicy prickly heat and then you got the numbing uh but Jen, aside that sounds from so tofu, good you're like making me drool <laughs> <laughs> i make it often it's like it's so delicious um aside from mapu tofu i love it in in like noodle dishes like dandan noodles mm. It's really nice there with like tahini, like any like that sesame flavor. Um, and then I actually have a recipe that I made for my show Just Jen on I, I forget what I called it, but it's like a it's Szechuan peppercorn chili mango paletas, like popsicles. Ooh. And so you've got like the the sweet uh, nectary mango that has strawberry like strawberry compote that's been infused with the Szechuan peppercorns and chili powder oh my god and like a little bit of lime in there so you've got all that like sweet salty it hits all the boom 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 marks on your on your tongue 
Yeah, it really so hits everything. I mean, I and I love the sweet and spicy action, but that just like that's so all encompassing. That gets all of the flavors that make like the perfect bite, or I guess in this yeah. case, the perfect lick. Yeah, <laughs> look, I lick it. Uh, before you stick it, I got. <laughs> oh my god. So this is automatic, Katie. This is what happens when you decide to have a show with me. So (laughs) um, what was I going to say? And it's really fun. It's a fun experience, too, because you've not only got the cold numbing your tongue, but also the Szechuan peppercorn. So it's like a really exciting lick. Well, when you say experience, too, that is like that's such a great way to just describe this numbing heat of a Sichuan peppercorn. If if anyone listening has never tried it, I mean, just like Allison said, she regrets that she went 32 years of her life without trying it. It's an experience. It is a culinary experience really like no other. And it's fantastic. And I would say it's a little addicting. Like it's such a fun experience that you can't like right about now, I'm like, oh, I gotta get me some mapo tofu. Mm, I'll get on it. <laughs> so just until recently i thought chili peppers were native to asia okay that 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 hits right for me (laughs) yeah so like you think of thai food right the food of my peoples Mm. what do you think when i think thai food i think i think it can get hella spicy yeah, yeah, super spicy mm-hmm. sometimes, right? Um, and I well, think, honestly, I think of when I think of some of the spiciest food I've ever had in my life, I think of Sri Lankan food. Yes. So, like, yes, put put those chilies in in that super fire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they are in fact not native to Asia, but to South and Central America. So just like tomatoes, potatoes, peanuts, all those things. We're from that region. And uh, so chili peppers, among those other items, were first introduced in Asia around 15th century uh, from the routes of the Portuguese and the Spaniards. And now that's how we have chili (laughs) all over. There's this appreciation for that immense uh, fiery prickly bite and how it just elevates dishes. Right. I think that's really why a lot of the world has embraced this beautiful fruit. Um, in all its forms. So, you know, we've got chili all over the world. It's preserved many different ways. Mm-hmm. You have paste, right? Dried and powdered. Um, but my favorite chili preservation is in oil. Oh. Chili oil. Yes. Oh. In all the forms. Uh, and there's so many kinds of chili oil, right? There's there's Rwandan akabanga. So uh, akabanga in uh, Kenya Rwandan is like, Loosely translate to little secret. Oh, right? I it's love like that. that. <laughs> it's real cute. <laughs> oh my god! It's like that little secret. And in Akabanga, it's not, uh, you don't generally see, it's made from like scotch uh, bonnet peppers, habanero peppers, and generally you don't see the pepper in it. It's mostly just like uh, the infusion or the pressed peppers in this oil. So it's this beautiful, vibrant, bright, oh, uh, wow. yellowy orange oil. And it, that's got to be strong if it's got scotch bonnet. Yeah, I would see... Um, I haven't tried it, but I would see dishes where it's like little drops are applied to it just mm-hmm. before you take a bite. 
it's that strong. I, 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 the I thing I love about it. Scotch Bonnet is that it's got this like sweetness to it. It's like super yes. spicy, but it's got this sweetness, which is mm, so flavorful. Good. Yes, flavor so forward. Flavorful. Some of my favorite hot sauces have Scotch Bonnet. Totally. Because of that. Yeah, right? I totally agree. Uh, there's also Mexican salsa matcha, which translates to like brave, right? Sauce, brave. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. You have to be brave to eat it. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like a combination of different dried peppers, and there's like onion and garlic, and it's blended up mm. with this oil. It's, oh my god, mm. it it's, looks <laughs> amazing. Um, and you being in Italy, olio di peperoncino. Oh yeah, the peperoncino and the Calabrian peperoncini. Yes, and so that's like that's where it originates from there, right? In, in the Calabria region. Um, what are your favorite ways to eat it? Oh my gosh, we put it on everything, Jen. I think you remember when we put it on some pizza. Yeah. Because you and I messaged about that. Um, it, yeah, incredible. I lusted over it. Yeah, oh my gosh. Honestly, it's a condiment that we go through very quickly. Living in Italy, you've seen different bottles of it. So you either have like more crushed peppers, but there's still the oil, or it's like more pasty, or yeah. it's more just like the whole chili that's either brined, right? It's like that yeah. salty flavor in oil. Yes. And it also comes just dried. Um, and it's really cheap. I mean, you can get like a bucket full of it for like three euro. It's insanely cheap. And and then like there, that's your spice in your pantry for the next two years. Delicious. It's also amazing. A little, a little fruity note. A little I, fruity I note. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then you can also get them fresh. Of course, you can just buy them fresh and uh, eat them that way. Yeah, no, it's the... the, I've never had a fresh one. Oh, they're good. They're spicy. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously, (laughs) stating the obvious, she says. But uh, yeah, delicious. (laughs) Chili? Spicy? I know. What? Who would have thought? This is quirky. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, and, And then... You know, there's the when I think of chili oil because this is my my relationship with it. I think of the Chinese varieties. Mm. So, um, specifically in provinces like Sichuan, Hunan, and um, Guizhou, it's like those are like the spicy food regions. You'll find all those different spices. We talk about it with Sichuan peppercorns, mm-hmm. right, and Sichuan uh, cuisine, and they each have their own styles. So. Depending on who makes it, it can either just be chili and oil, different types of chilies, or just one type of chili, uh, or a combination of like a spice-infused oil. So sometimes there's like cloves and starny, cinnamon. Those are my favorites oh. um, in those infused oils. And those are and like, they—they they, that brings like the warming kind yes. of sensation. It it out. Yes. So good. Um and sometimes there's like fried bits in it. So aromatics like uh, all the alliums, so garlic, onion, right? Shallots or ginger. Um, I like the ones with crunchy textures, like little little tiny cubes of fried tofu or Ooh. fermented uh, black bean, right? Soybean. <gasps> yes. Delicious, bold, delicious flavors. Um, and a popular, flash forward to today, uh, a really popular chili oil or chili crisp brand, product is Lao Gan Ma. 
Hey, yes. Do, do a little, you know Oh, that? I know it. And actually, <laughs> when you said, when you said this chili oil with the, the black soybeans in it, Lao Gong Ma was the brand that came to mind because. That's my favorite. That's just good. It's, I love when that, that black bean, it's just that, um, umami salty mm-hmm. yes pungent. it brings oh. it brings the umami it's incredible it's so good so speaking so lao gan ma uh i think started around the late 90s and has like expanded into across the world like it's it's a it's a fridge pantry staple of mine oh yeah in uh, london we would get it all the time yeah, it just adds so much and so to this, anything. This is a brand of not just chili oil, right? Does, does Lago Ma? No. Is it just yeah, chili they do oil? A bunch. No, oh. they do a bunch of, of different things, okay. but this is what, like, that. Ch- their chili crisp is, like, the 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 most popular. The, the fan, say, the fan right favorite, now. yeah. The fan <laughs> favorite, the cult following yes, yes. <laughs> of Lago Ma. Um, so... Yeah, so it's super common now to find in stores. I remember just only finding it in Asian markets, but now I have it at my local, you know, convenience store even. Oh, <laughs> like it's wow. so Yeah, it's interesting. Um, and that just shows me that there is an uptick, right? Mm-hmm. There's there, there's this growing interest in chili chili oil, uh, especially as people become more aware of the how diverse Chinese cuisine actually is. Absolutely. <laughs> right and so uh restaurants are embracing it more uh there's so many more companies now that are coming up with their own versions of chili oil chili crisp and i was really curious about when this started to to blow up so i le- i hopped onto google trends and i was like do you do this this is a hobby of mine i'll like type in ingredients and see what's popping off oh my god no i need to do this though. you need to do it. it's fun <laughs> so i hopped onto google trends put chili oil and I saw that like over the years from the 90s late 90s it was like steady and then exponentially from 2018 up to now it just went whoop and it was because and I, I clicked on some links of what happened there you know John Cena WWE pro wrestling oh my god champ. yes 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 of course <laughs> he did this amazing video shout out in fluent Mandarin <gasps> expressing his love of Laogonma. Oh my gosh. And and from that point, just the searches on Google alone were plenty. Oh my People gosh. People went crazy over it. It, it was, it, you know, for lack of a better term, trending. Does right? he actually speak Mandarin or he just learned this one sentence know. in Mandarin? He, the whole video was in Mandarin. What? The whole like, yeah, he was just like talking, talking, talking. He's just wrapping up filming and he wanted to, to profess his love for for this for this condiment and how you should go try it oh my gosh and bless him that was great bless him (laughs) that was wonderful um and so like i i have now been curious about the other types of chili oils and one of my favorites now is fly by jing and jing she kind of takes us on this journey of how she's uh learning you know going back to her roots in Chengdu, china and and developing these products that aren't really Chengdu and not really American. It's it's something different. Oh. It's something different. And it's delicious. And I've been using it not only for things like dumplings and noodles and uh, stir fries or just sometimes as a snack over rice with some steamed veggies. Mm. 
I particularly love it in like red sauce pasta <gasps> or pizza. Oh my god, it's good. I, I get so excited. I feel like I see it. Not a week goes by, not even a couple days go by without me seeing somebody using chili oil or doing that food porn shot oh. on Instagram or dipping something into it and just having that oil caress and coat whatever it is they're eating. That That's my food porn. I mean, I will say that there is something fairly addicting about chili oil that once you've had it, certain dishes, a lot of dishes, just don't taste right without it. I'm glad you said that because <laughs> I I ran out once of, chi- of my Ma. And I said, you know what? I'm going to make my own. And so I started experimenting with different combinations. And now I can't stop making it. And so I make it a lot for my... I I, I made a a batch for my (gasps) mother-in-law for her birthday. Oh, my gosh. Because she loves when I make a smashed cucumber salad, Chinese smashed cucumber salad. And that's what I'll add. She didn't have the condiment. And I said, oh, let me make you some. Um, And I like to infuse my oil with a stick of cinnamon, one, you know thing of star anise some cloves and some green cardamom oh my god let that sizzle and then like heat it up to a certain temperature so like around 215 uh, degrees fahrenheit and then i'll have uh depending on the chili the dry chili i want to use i'll get the mortar and pestle boop, 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 uh, put some garlic in there some ginger some shallots mm. and then pour that oil oh. over everything and watch it sizzle Oh, just the sound, and then the whole—it's mm. perfuming the whole house. Mm-mm-mm. Delicious. So, but Jen, you know, my birthday is April seventeenth. If you uh, have some, yeah, this is like a birthday tuned. thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's someone I know who loves and is obsessed with chili oil more than I am, oh. and that's my friend James. Oh, we gotta talk to him. <laughs> Today's guest is the oh-so-fun James Park. He is known for sharing his emotional love for food on Eater and on his Instagram videos where he allows curious viewers to live vicariously through each explosive bite. He also has one of the most extensive chili oil collections ever, and I'm very jealous about that. So we're going to start with some quick fire, this or that questions. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay. First question. And this is kind of, I I like to ask my questions of for the rest of your life. (laughs) Okay. Answer thinking about the rest of your life. You can only choose one. Would you rather only have kimbap or spam musubi for the rest of your life? I think I'll go with kimbap because like kimbap has so many other possibilities. Um, even though I love like spam musubi, I think my heart just goes to kimbap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question for you, James. Yes. Would you rather have rice noodles or wheat noodles for the rest of your life? I think I will go with wheat noodles because I love gluten. I love yeah. the texture. I think like rice noodles are easier to like it. It's slurping faster, but like wheat noodles, I think I enjoy the texture a little more, and it's more versatile in my opinion. 
It's the it's the food that bites back. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> I love it. There you go. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Next merch for real. <laughs> okay, last question. Popeyes or Jollibee? <gasps> oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Wow. I actually thought about this a lot in my spare time, but I think I have to go with Jollibee. <laughs> all right, all like, right. As much as I love Popeyes, like I, I just I don't think uh Popeyes has that quite like food gasmic experience that I get every time I eat Jollibee. I think it's the gravy. I think it's all whole set with like other, you know, offerings that I get. And also it's the environment. Like everyone who works at Jollibee makes me so happy whenever they say have a Jolly Day. That just like makes my day. I mean, there's a Jolly Bee just standing yeah. outside the door greeting you. I know. <laughs> welcome and you with chicken smell. Tell me that I kind of look like Jolly Bee, so I kind of <laughs> associate myself with that. <laughs> That's amazing. Very similar smile. I can yes, see it. Yes. <laughs> so we invited you on for this episode mm-hmm. because you are the chili crisp chili oil connoisseur yes and living out my chili oil dreams so (laughs) oh yeah all the chili oil fantasies you're just checking them off the list (laughs) all of it and you recently uh wrote the uh the ultimate guide to chili crisps on eater Mm -hmm. and i was amazed at how many you have so do you currently is it true you have 10 different is there more all of them are in my fridge <laughs> and I have more emergency jars in case like I go through like one of them. So like there's always like two, three backups that I haven't opened up uh, so that I will always have a supply of chili crisp and oil whenever I want. So really it's more like you have times 10 by like two or three backups. You have like maybe 30 in your space right now <laughs> yeah, I have like 13 so like I don't have like the multiple of each brand but like there are certain brands that I just get a lot uh so like for example fly by drink I have this like extra 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 large size uh which will get me like three four weeks <laughs> compared to like a week or two weeks uh so <laughs> that just makes me happy to see a big jar of chili oil and that's a good one to have a big jar of. It's wonderful. And something you wrote in your article was that it has for you like the perfect ratio of oil to chili yeah. flakes. Yeah. Can you can you explain that? Like, what are you looking for in your ideal chili crisp? In my ideal chili crisp, uh, I think there's got to be different flavoring elements of crisp besides chili. Uh, What I appreciate from all these different brands is their interpretation of adding flavors. So some have fermented black beans, some have a lot of more sesame seeds, some have very shallot for. So like to me, the on top of like chili, those flavorings really make the flavor different and the crisp different. Um, so in my perfect one, I'll just have 
all of all of the above you know like the more is the better in a way i really enjoy the sort of sweet flavors from shallots i also really really love the extra savory bites of fermented black beans oh yes i, I would love to have both of those and i also love like big garlic chips uh and i'll love a lot of sesame seeds so like i don't think there is a brand that has all of the above it's usually <laughs> like two or three uh but in my perfect world i would have all of them but with like not so numbingly um overpowering spice but just enough that it's gonna go well with everything that i go and you can sort of spoon down the crisp so that there's enough oil so if you want to mix it together you can but if you want to separate just use the oil itself or just the crisp itself you will have both so and that's why i think the fly by jing one is a perfect one for me because there's you know i love lao ganma but the thing is, I always run out of oil. So yeah. I'm constantly like, okay, I'll use the crisps. I'll use, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the black bean in there. But I'm always looking for more oil. So I'll find myself like just sometimes if I'm lazy, adding oil to it and letting I mean, it sit. Yeah, I totally infuse that. I think I actually used to do that too before I discovered like <laughs> other brands. Now I'm thinking about it. It's like honey butter chips would go really, really well with chili crisp because oh. it's both salty and sweet and then if you introduce the element of extra crisp and spice i feel like there'll be a flavor bomb oh yeah whoa (laughs) whoa i have to do that now (laughs) and if you put that on vanilla ice cream so you've got like the cold the crunch the salt the sweet the spice Mm. that's the perfect bite Mm. i like i already envision it and my like big jamesy spoon (laughs) (laughs) i i have this like a huge like shovel that i put in my mouth um and i'll I love it (laughs) yeah it's like so fun actually and the bottom would be like you know kind of flat and slightly melty vanilla ice cream and then i'll kind of like crunch up those like honey butter chips and then i would have a little bit of oil all throughout but crisp in the middle so that the science then the structural integrity of that bite would be so amazing ben and jerry's if you're listening yeah. give no, jerry's a collab <laughs> make that ice cream and just give me 10 percent <laughs> On your content, in your photos, and your videos, but particularly your your like short, very short mukbang videos. Yeah. What I love about them is that you you get so excited about a food combination or a new dish or a place you're traveling to and you're trying something out. Mm-hmm. The focus is less on a tutorial of how to make it. You do show some parts of right. like you were making an, an ube uh, cheesecake bisque yes. right the other day. And so, like, you're not showing the full steps, but you're showing some of it. And then the real experience thing I look forward to all the time is your reaction to taking the first bite. Mm-hmm. You're, and it's and it's never like bite and mm, it's salty, it's sweet, it's I like this. It's just full emotional expression of what's happening in your mind, body, and soul. Yeah, and we get to experience that, and I think that's amazing. I'm so glad that people find that 
entertaining because like that's usually how I eat all the time and what I don't understand is when I look at some of my friends like they're dead silent no matter how good or delicious or horrible that is there's like no facial expression change it's like okay that was good (laughs) that was fine like I I like don't understand that because it's like how can you not jump out of your seat when you're first having Jollibee in front of me like how dare you not to show me the respect to have a food gasm when you first try Jollibee you know they're just like how dare you (laughs) yeah like it's good you're disrespecting my icon here like (laughs) I brought you to Jollibee and you just said it's good like I'm with you And and do you mind if I like reenact for for those listening? If you haven't oh, seen one of his videos, please do. But what I love is so you're taking a bite, you're looking at, you going, okay. Um, <laughs> the moment you take a bite, it's just sounds, just sounds. It's, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that for like a couple seconds, yeah. and each and every time I smile because I feel like I am oh. eating that too. <laughs> Well, if you guys want to watch and live vicariously through James' eating adventures, make sure to go follow and watch him on Instagram at Jamesy World. And if you want to check out his kimbap fried chicken merch, check him out at cookingmyfeelings.com. Thank you so much, James. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, James. really opened my eyes to not just what chili oil is, but what it can be. Like, okay, I fully expect to see his arrangement of chili oil jars like in the Smithsonian one day. Let's petition for it. Yes. (laughs) If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review. You can also drop us a question using the link in the show notes. And in the meantime, you can catch up with us on Instagram at QKatie and at Jenny's Life. Special thanks to the musician who wrote and performed our theme song, Brian Quinn. Woo-woo, that's your brother. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram at BQFunk. Mm-hmm.